0: Hello there, my name is Corey Durbin, CEO of Shared Health Alliance, and I'd like to welcome you to Running Eyes, a podcast where we take a meaningful, deep dive into the relationships, strategies and global mission of ASH to change healthcare and change lives. Well, I am really excited today. I I'm so so psyched up to sit down with my good friend, Derek Scott. Derek, how are you today?
1: I'm doing really well, Corey. I know that uh, many people have struggled during this time, but um, I'm very fortunate that things have been quite blessed in my life, um, and I hope that allows me to give back to others. Um, but to answer your question, I'm doing really well.
0: Well, uh, as you know, I've got two sisters. I'm wedged in the middle, and uh, you and I have become good friends. I, we talk about you like you're my brother much younger, smarter, uh, more fit brother, but uh, it, it's, it's fun to get to sit down with you today and, and have a conversation and, and hopefully get people get to know you a little bit better.
1: You're, you're far too kind with that. <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs> so, Derek, I mean, you, you've you got a pretty interesting uh, story behind you. And I mean, it, it, MMA, you fight MMA, you've got a law degree, you've got a Guinness Book of World Record, you and your brother share, I believe- uh, Titan Games initial season uh, runner-up, right? So I don't know where to start, man, but it's it's it has to have been a pretty fun ride so far.
1: Yeah, you know what? I'm afforded um, quite a great deal of range. Um, there's a lot of things that I'm passionate about and I tend to be pretty all right at most of them. Being a lawyer and you know having a lot of advocacy underneath my belt has afforded me some really fantastic opportunities and the ability to kind of do some real stuff just real cool things in in the legal world um and then you know fighting professionally being one of three very athletic brothers setting Guinness world records going on tv shows and and just generally staying quite active and kind of always looking at what is the next opportunity that makes sense and then pursuing that um with as much vigor as possible has afforded us some, some just really cool experiences you know we've been to china we've been on tv we've done you know you name it we've kind of on after
0: it. Well, I love the energy that that you and your brothers have, um, and I know you have a very close relationship with with each of your brothers. Take us back to the Guinness Book of World Record story. I, I think that yeah, might be the China story you're referring to. Um, Well, uh, certainly correct me if I'm wrong.
1: Yeah. So the first record, um, my youngest brother, Zeke and I set together and we were actually pursuing American Ninja Warrior and the casting had concluded for American Ninja Warrior and they came back and said, hey, we actually think you guys might be great. Do you think you could break a, a world record, a Guinness World Record? We went through the Guinness World Record book. We sent them Fifty records, I believe. We said, pick any one of these. We'll break any of the fifty. They came back. They said, we actually want you to break a, a different record altogether. We want you to set your own record.
0: So yeah, yeah. What exactly was that that trick that they asked you to do?
1: So our, our first trick was um, the most backflips on a yoga Swiss ball between two people in one minute. And um, Zeke and I had never done this trick, and it was a very interesting learning experience that had um, a couple concussions involved. Um, but it was overall pretty amazing and it kind of put us on the radar for all these casting production people and uh, yeah so then they started calling us after that
0: so you're bouncing on this yoga ball feet first rear end first exactly how are you flipping
1: so a yoga ball isn't isn't that big but you're basically jumping onto it and hoping to land on your lower back or kind of mid back and then you're back flipping off of it. And when you do that, the ball rolls away from you. And then your partner does the same. He's he's jumping basically as you're flipping off. And then he's kind of hoping to catch it as he's jumping. Um, or else that's where the concussion comes into play.
0: <laughs> Perfect. And, and how many of these did you do in the, in one minute?
1: So the first record that we sent in one minute was 38 back flips between the two of us. Um, and then wow. Sean went in. Yeah, and Sean and I went on to go do it, and we had 25 or 26, I don't remember, in 30 seconds in China, Um, and that was just a crazy experience.
0: (laughs) Very cool. So that eventually led—so what year was that, Derek?
1: The first record was 2013. Um, We set that actually right after I graduated from law school.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. And so you went from law school, and were you down at Baylor for law school?
1: Yeah. So I was at Baylor for law school, sick and bears. Um, I absolutely love my experience at Waco. Um, it's just a great, great time for me. Although um, very difficult in many ways, law school is not the easiest thing in the world.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, eventually you got into MMA. Now, was that something that you did um, after the, the Guinness Book of World Tr- Record tricks or how did you guys get, get going in that? Was that something Sean did first?
1: Yeah, so um, my my MMA experience started roughly at the same time we set the Guinness World Record, and during that time, Sean had just kind of felt like he's like, hey, I'm gonna do MMA, and um, he was rather good at it, and started winning a bunch of fights. Um, So once I graduated law school, I was like, well, I'm just going to start training because if Sean is this good at it, it's something that I would like to participate in as well. And this was very fortuitous. The gym that was closest to me is now ranked the number one gym in the world as far as mixed martial arts athletes are concerned. Um, It's called it was then called Octagon MMA. It's now called Fortis MMA. They have more athletes in the UFC, Bellator, Pro Fighters, uh, all over the world than any other gym at, at, at you know high levels of success. So I kind of lucked out in that the closest gym that I could start going to was A, probably the best gym in the world. And then B, um, the, the head coach, his name is sake He also went to law school. So he kind of liked me because we were both, you know, I had graduated law school and he kind of understood a lot of what drove me as a person.
0: Yeah, uh, that makes sense. And I've, I've, I had the opportunity to witness a couple of fights uh, of both you and Sean. Obviously, you're both very good at it, and you have integrated your uh, flipping to the end of the end of your victories, haven't you?
1: Yeah, you know the the, the backflip beatdowns and the backflip victories are are, are kind of a hallmark of, of our fighting experience. But we've been talking about it a little bit as far as like. Amping up that trick and celebrating maybe a little bit more, uh, you know, a little bit more over the top. So so that might happen in the very near future.
0: Are you uh, are you able to reveal it today to what's what's going on or is that a we'll show you later thing.
1: Um it, it's gonna be a spur of the moment type thing. There's a couple of tricks that we've <laughs> talked about as far as like that are difficult for a gymnast to do, but would look really cool in like a, in an exportional arts cage.
0: Well, I can't wait to see it. That that sounds exciting. So eventually you went from MMA and then at some I know you're still fighting but you also got involved with the Titan Games. Um can you talk a little bit about how you got involved with uh with Dwayne the Rock and in the Titan Games?
1: Yeah, so um I'll probably refer to the Rock as DJ as I'm talking cuz it's just what they what they called him on set and what you kind of re- referred to him as. So, um my involvement with the Titan Games again came about via the casting people at American News Warrior. It's the same casting production team. So those guys knew me. They basically contacted and said, Hey, we think you'd be a perfect person to embody this competition series that we're creating. And you know, they went on and on and on. And then they're like, Oh, yeah, it's hosted by. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. So I was like, yes, Hmm. I'm in. What do you guys need? And then from there on, I think they had something like 10,000 candidates apply. And from the 10,000, they culled it down into 200 candidates who they brought out. And we did this huge combine. So if you've ever seen the NFL combine, kind of like that, um, it was hosted at what used to be sports science studios um, out in Burbank, California. And so this combine was crazy because some of the athletes on the Titan games are literally seven feet tall, literally. And then, (laughs) and then some of them are literally 300 pounds. So you're talking about guys who are seven feet tall, 300 pounds, and I'm basically standing right next to them doing maximum effort deadlifts. So, you know, I'm, I'm five, nine, anywhere from like 170 to 180 pounds most of the time. And I was like, all right, I'm about to deadlift as much as my body will allow. And guys are standing right next to me pulling 700 pound deadlifts, no problem. But the cool part was it wasn't just, you know, deadlifts. We were running sprints. So they took our 40 yard dash time, our max test vertical. We had to run kind of a mimicked obstacle course. Um, and I was the fastest time on the obstacle course, which was really cool for me. And then um, when they measured my vertical jump, they did it on one of these things where you stand on it and it jumps, you jump. And what it does is it measures how long you're in the air. So what I did was I just did a I did a backflip on it and everybody's like, oh. <laughs> that would
0: keep you in the air a little bit longer, I would assume.
1: Yeah, it definitely would. Um they made me redo it because I like just do a regular jump. But um I still it, remember
0: it, the the scene. I'm sorry, go ahead, and finish that thought, Derek. It's
1: it's just funny in those settings, you are what they tell you, and and DJ has actually said this a number of different times. Be yourself, but it's got to be your most authentic self turned up to like eleven on the dial. So you you want to do things that in your normal everyday life you're you would you'd be inhibited from doing, but in that setting, you know, doing backflips or jumping off walls or like you know screaming, yelling, and kind of being super personable is is very encouraged. So um, people who meet me in everyday life are generally like. It's, it's, not, it's not the same. You don't get that same degree a lot
0: of the time. Well, you always struck me as a very confident person, and I mean that in a very respectful way because it's never come across as braggadocious. You just have a confidence that you can accomplish the things that you uh, decide you're going to set out to accomplish, and I guess that's part of when you said, yeah, just tell us what Guinness— Guinness Book of World Record, you want us to break and we'll do it. So that's, uh, that's pretty cool stuff. Um, I, I recall the scene, uh, or at least when you were on in the competition and you're up, I, I forget what they, they call the particular, but you're pushing against each other and you can't see how you can't see each other if i recall and you're at the very end of this thing it's elevated right and i mean it it looked like there was no way you were going to uh, sustain yourself and come out of that thing and uh, i I think you said you were up there way longer than even they showed on TV.
1: Yeah. So um, this experience, I kind of have to set the stage. And what you see on TV or on the show is about a four-minute clip. So they edited it down to four minutes, but we were actually on top of the platform from the time they kind of shoot the fireworks in the arena and you start sprinting um, until I had won the event was about 30 minutes and um yeah so the the event is called lunar impact and it looks like a half moon with a wall in the middle and then you you climb up this crazy ladder that's three stories in the air and then you sprint and you're attempting to push the other person off of that half moon object that 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 event that that clip has been shown a lot of times um i've done a couple different speaking engagements where they show that and my, I, I normally don't watch myself, but I've seen that clip a bunch of times, and my heart just goes crazy every single time I kind of relive it. And it's a really nice reminder for me that it doesn't matter if I am one inch away from the edge. There's, there's always a, a reason why I will show the heart and the grit and the determination that that make me who I am, and give me that 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 kind of um, humble confidence to know that. When things are difficult and it looks literally impossible that I am capable, um, and I think that's that's really is illustrated for me. But what I always try and point out is that if you have a positive takeaway from that, and this is a psychological principle that we talk about in a mental skill, that if you can spot those things in another person, you have it. So we always say if you can spot it, you've got it. So mm-hmm. when when people speak highly of me in that scenario, I always try and turn it around and say, hey thank you. I really appreciate that. But just recognize that that thing that you are commending me for is within you in, in some capacity. That's the only reason you see it. That's the only reason that that resonates with you.
0: Uh, I love that. I, I, I will admit to, as I was watching that um, unfold on TV, I'm thinking, oh man, Derek did so good, but it, it sure doesn't look like he's going to make it through this. And uh, it was in, extremely inspiring to see and to watch. And at the end of the day, I'd say it didn't surprise me. It just man, it, it, it was it looked pretty dire there for a little bit.
1: Yeah, and you know, I mean, the entirety of the Titan games, I was normally the smallest person. I was going, you know, up against guys who are huge or who were like, you know, college starting quarterbacks or like big, huge fireman dudes or like seven feet tall, you name it. Um hmm. big guys throughout. Um and just, just a really fantastic experience. And what's funny is that That lunar impact event was about 30 minutes, but the event directly after that, the next night, actually took 45 minutes. And in reality, we had three different breaks where they had to adjust the equipment because we had broken the equipment, but had not finished the event. So we took breaks where we're standing next to the rock, and he's like, No, you guys are doing great. You know, he's super encouraging. He talks a lot of smack. Um, And then we would go again. So this happened three times. Um, It was, it was, very 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 difficult and a very good experience to remind me to myself of of who i am and what i'm capable of and the grit and determination that i have as a human being
0: well you might not be tall height wise but you and your brothers are absolutely ripped to shreds you guys take incredible care of your body and uh you're you're an inspiration in that way and i think uh you guys have done a tremendous amount of training on the nutrition side and i I want to, I'll let you just talk about where that training came from and, and where your kind of ongoing training is. It's. I know it's a huge asset to the members of Alliance for Shared Health, and I, I think it's worth having you share some of that background and where your training on the nutritional side came from.
1: Yeah. So, you know, um, we have always been health oriented in my family. We grew up in a gymnastics gym. Um, we were very competitive amongst us brothers. Um, And while I was in law school, Zeke went out and got an international personal training certification. And when he did that, the amount of information that he came back with and the results that he started to get for himself and other people, I was just inspired by. So um, both Sean and myself went out and got Personal training certifications, international training certifications, coaching training certifications, and and that kind of start this path of learning. And where that wound up is that I was afforded the opportunity to win a mentorship with Dr. John Berardi. And Dr. John Berardi is the founder of Precision Nutrition, the largest um, nutrition coaching uh, company in the world. And they do a really fantastic job of of, of training coaches. And I was able to be mentored by him. So you know, I have now have a master nutrition coaching certification. I've got international strength training coaching certifications. I have been held out as the world's leading personal trainer. I have something like 38 different certifications, mentorships, and internships that I've done. It still never feels like enough. Uh, I don't think I'll ever stop learning. Um, I'm I'm participating in two different certifications right now, just because there are areas that kind of struck my curiosity and and pieces that um, I'd like to have you know, a little bit deeper knowledge in and nutrition, health, wellness, and all of the pillars of deep health are something that are very close to me. And I feel like support every other area of my life. When I when I first got a master nutrition coaching certification, the course itself, I I told Dr. Barardi this, I said, I think learning these things about behavioral change and nutrition and disordered behaviors have helped me to be a better person, a better brother a better mentor, a better coach, better in every area of my life. So I'm very appreciative that it's not just a single area of improvement, but I've allowed myself to kind of grow in a lot of different places.
0: Well, I it was probably I guess probably about 6 years, maybe a little more than 6 years ago now that I I met you through your brother Zeke. He was helping us with a with a wellness program that we were bringing out to employer groups and I mean even at that time, uh, you know, I, I thought that I was doing a lot of things that were Mostly healthy, and I, I just I know I'm personally extremely grateful to to you and your brothers for the impact in my life, for the direction on fitness training, nutritional training, and uh, it's a, it's a journey that that doesn't end, does it? I mean, it's it's a constant kind of how, paying you know paying attention to what your body body's telling you, and I, I think one of the things I feel like I learned from you guys is everybody's body is different, and you have to. Un- try and work to understand what your body's individual biochemical you know, makeup is and what, if, if I'm saying that right, you can, you know where I'm going. So you can,
1: you can kind of
0: uh, piggyback onto that if I'm on the right track.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, the principles that underlie everything are applied to everyone equally. But how you kind of are situated within those principles is going to matter. So there's a company called N1 Education, um, and and they always talk about an N of one, an experiment of an, an individual. So I recognize that biomechanics, you know, anatomy. You know, calories in, calories out. There's a lot of principles. There's a lot of like laws that that apply. But how those apply to the individual is, is always going to be different. And you have to be mindful. And then you have to notice those things. And you have to change your behaviors based on what you notice. And then always continue to experiment. And it, it, it's funny because you know you are a college quarterback. They're a very athletic, well-built individual who's probably practiced a lifetime of good health behaviors. And then you give this, this credit to us. And for me, I'm like, that's, that's amazing. You know, that we could help in even the smallest way, let alone make an impact for you is insane. And I just think that most people are oriented towards being healthier, right. Being the best version of themselves. And if they can be given, you know, tips and tricks that work for them that are, that are small, low hanging fruit, that there's no reason why they couldn't do it. People will generally do those things, and and when you build um, habits like that, or you look at change psychology and why people make changes, I, I think it's through the individual you can learn things about every single client or every single person.
0: Yeah, and I, your words uh, toward me are awfully nice. I I was um, I wish I would have known these things a long time ago because. And, I, you know, we are we are always all continually advancing in what we learn and what we know. And there is um, a whole lot of access to information that members of Alliance for Shared Health and even individuals who might hear this and choose to to reach out to the Scott brothers uh, on their own have access to because of because of the training that you guys have gone through and because of some of the trial and error you've done. And, and you know, we all go through a whole lot on our journeys and we've talked a lot a lot about some just incredible opportunities and some some neat things that have happened to you in your own life i was telling i was talking to pat bradley about my father and uh you know he's going through lung cancer battle and whatnot and and I recall you talking about some loss in your own life. Would you would you share a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. So um, we lost my oldest brother when I was 12 years old. He was 18, hmm. and that for me is is kind of a very you know it's a very difficult thing, but it's also a thing that has made me appreciate and become who I am. Because now, rather than hmm. waking up with any type of a selfish motive, I wake up and I recognize that I am I am duty bound. Having lost a brother and still being here to live a life that he would be proud of, and I and I think that that when you're when you're faced with that type of loss, you can go two directions, right? It can it can literally break you, or it can fortify you. And um, right. and I'm grateful that I have the relationship with my brothers here on Earth that it, it it fortified me in many ways. And you know we talked about that period on lunar impact. Where I'm an inch away from losing, and I and I literally went through all the stages of grief, you know, three three stories in the air. But the mm-hmm. thing that screams and booms in my head is is my brother's yelling at me, literally. It's, that's what I heard in my brain. So I, I think that grief, that loss, can also create a very deep sense of self. And appreciation for life. Yeah.
0: Well, I appreciate you sharing that. I, I, your family is is amazing to me. You know, I've gotten to know uh, obviously you and your brothers really well, and had the opportunity on a couple occasions to spend a little bit of time with your dad and your mom. And you know, there are a lot of families that would have been torn apart, and I'm sure it's to this day not easy. And what I see in you and your family is just an incredible amount of perseverance and you know stick to itness and and. Of find, finding a way to stick together in the midst of what I, I'm sure is still some pain that that you go through, and I appreciate that it does motivate you. And you you guys really stick together in a fashion that is um, definitely to be to be modeled and emulated.
1: Yeah, and you know, my, my <laughs> to be fair, um, my mom deserves the most credit on that because the, our entire lives growing up, we were always told, you know. People come and go, et cetera, et cetera. But you always have your brothers and you should always be each other's best friends. And we were not each other's best friends always. But I think through competing together and recognizing that we had such a strong shared experience, we've been blessed to be very close. And we all hold very differing views on a lot of different things. So for me, it also helps me in other areas of my life because they help triangulate my views. sean and zeke both generally disagree with me on a lot of different topics so when i discuss those topics with them i i get differing viewpoints and i think that is is another area where we've been blessed in that you know it's not just kumbaya let's hold hands and be the best of brothers all the time there is some very intense fighting amongst us that that makes our relationship stronger
0: you know i love that and at the end of the day We have to get to a place in our society where we can have conversations. I I think you and I, you know, we hold some different views. And I'd say I would define you as one of my very good friends. And we can have a conversation and look at the world a little bit differently and say, we still want to see people excel we still want to see people succeed we might not always agree on the best way to get there and at the end of the day how do we hear each other out uh without drowning each other out
1: yeah and i would agree and the the thing is is i've been very blessed um within my own family there's a lot of different views but for me personally when i was in law school i was afforded the opportunity to work at one of the best plaintiffs firms and um all of those attorneys and people who mentored me in that capacity were generally very very liberal but at the same time when i finished law school one of the boutique law firms that i went and work for was founded by a former republican judge held extremely conservative views so for me personally when i think through political things or when i'm when i'm searching for opinions i ask both of them and again it it helps to triangulate my views and it helps to personalize those people because at the end of the day they're both amazing mentors who i I couldn't be more appreciative for and and they want what's best for themselves they want what's best for their families they want what's best for the the people that they serve and who are dependent on them and then you and I hold very different views but you know i i love you and i tell you that all the time i think you're an amazing Mm -hmm. person you've um, been so kind to me and my family so at the end of the day i'm I'm seeking to understand and be the best person that I can recognizing that I am a flawed human being and and then and then act in accordance with the the principle that I represent the people places and things who who have made me and I want to make those people places and things very proud
0: well uh, I love you too my friend you're having a great impact on our members. Uh, I think the healthy foundations that that alliance for shared health provides as part of its membership and as you know i'm i'm a member of that is so significant and if you could say one thing or a couple things to a new member or somebody that's trying to figure out how do i get started on this journey i'd like to make some some changes and live a healthier lifestyle. Is there something you say to somebody as they think about getting started and maybe reaching out to you guys through the Healthy Foundations videos or even through your website?
1: Yeah, absolutely, reach out to us and I will always answer questions with the most understanding and then try and give the most impactful recommendations that I can, but I think that the thing that I would say to most people is to just act. Action is the foundation and the reason for all knowledge. So if, if you have this feeling that you want to change, or you want to be healthier, just start and by virtue of starting and doing whatever the thing is that you feel is best for you, the lowest hanging fruit, do the do the easiest thing, that next step is going to give you feedback, simply by taking that next step, you're going to get some feedback, or you're going to have a success. And if it's success, hmm. if, it, if it is a success, you should double down on it to do more of whatever that thing was that, that was a healthy foundation for you. If it's negative, well, we'll adjust from there that that feedback itself is very valuable and oftentimes people shy away from getting negative criticism or criticism in general thinking that it's a bad thing but Criticism just helps you steer your ship in the right direction.
0: I love that, Derek. Get started, right? Take a step. We don't always know where we're going when we take that that step, and I think that's definitely been true in my own life. You get you get an idea, you get a little bit of a vision for what you're supposed to do or what you're called to do, and you you take that step, and then the way becomes a little bit more clear as you go along. And uh, you know what what you guys provide as a team to so many people is so valuable. So. Anyway, what's what's next for you, Derek, as we wrap up here? What's what's the next big goal and um, what's new going on in your life? And then I'll I'll let you go here in just a minute.
1: Yeah, you know, what's crazy is 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 in this time of kind of (laughs) craziness all over the place. What's next for me is is actually difficult for the first time to answer, because normally I have like six projects on the horizon. So I'll say that um, I have I am training very hard and ready to fight at any opportunity um, that comes up. But um, I've had five fights can- five fights canceled in the past year, um, and I'm kind of waiting on a couple of things to shake out, and we'll see where that goes. All of me and my brothers have just shot a bunch of footage for American Ninja Warrior. So we'll see if, if we run the course this year. Um, we have basically told them we, went, we have an all or not, nothing proposition this year. So we want to all run the cohort course or just say no thanks. And then just a lot of really cool things going on in my personal life with my family and just, you know, just things where I feel very certain very comfortable and in a very good place and then we we have a lot of projects you know with with you guys you know we talked about it a lot of the healthy foundation stuff a lot of the health and nutrition and a lot of projects kind of uh that surround that
0: well that is very much appreciated i'm looking forward to hearing where your journey takes you next i know wherever you go and wherever you got your you and your brothers go you're going to be successful at it and you're going to make a difference and uh we really appreciate the difference that you're having for alliance for shared health members and really glad you're on our team Derek. love you my friend
1: yes sir i am i'm very grateful and happy to be on the team as well life, life takes brother. us on so soon. many interesting
0: yes, twists and turns and i i feel so very fortunate to have met Derek scott and his brothers sean and zeke uh back in 2014 2015 whenever it was and they've had such a great impact on my own personal health journey and uh you know as as you go through life and you we've I've met so many interesting people and many of my good friends are involved with what Alliance for Shared Health does for its members and Derek is no exception to that. He doesn't have a greedy bone in his body. He and his family have been through a lot like so many of us have been through a lot and they just don't waver with their attitude. It's always so incredibly great. And the energy level that they have, and the passion for life, and the and the desire that they have, and and Derek has to learn and share what he knows with other people is is something that I appreciate so much about him. I hope you all have enjoyed getting to know Derek better, and that you uh, access the Healthy Foundation programs and reach out to the Scots uh, if you have any questions about health care and how to how to take care of your body and things that you might want to change or get some assistance on changing in your own life as it relates to your your own health journey. Uh, Great time with Derek. Hopefully you enjoyed it and I look forward to speaking with Derek again and uh, maybe eventually uh, sitting down with his brothers, all three of them together. That would be a blast.